Sans Pants Radio, please. Hey, little Yeezys, Jackson here to let you know that this Melbourne International Comedy Festival, I'm going to be hosting a nightmare game show called Big Deal, where I put a whole bunch of Sans Pants people and comedians through hell. It's sort of like the game show equivalent of sucking all the juice out of someone's sweaty jumper. Tickets are available from the Melbourne International Comedy Festival website or from our own website, sanspantsradio.com forward slash live. Also, if you're looking to hold a piece of history in your greasy mitts, then head to audiobooksontape.com and grab a USB cassette of BigSoftTitty.png's very first year as a podcast. It comes with 54 incredible episodes, as well as a whole heap of bonus content, including a year in review and an entire D&D campaign. Once again, that's audiobooksontape.com. Hello and welcome to Thumb Cramps, a video game podcast for everyone whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel. I'm Jackson. I'm Cass. That's right, we're joined by special guest Cass once Woo! again. Woo! Crab favorite, biggest thumb cramps guest since the Sounded dawn like of you time. Said crab favorite, and that's good. <laughs> the crowd loves her. The crabs love her. It's <laughs> Cass Page. Woo! I'm I'm here representing all the gamers who don't really play games <laughs> hell yeah we got every demographic <laughs> we impatient got... people people who a regular man with too many jobs and people who don't play games <laughs> but love a challenge <laughs> <laughs> but but I've, I've got a treat for you guys today i'm reviewing four games <laughs> what games are we reviewing today dusha let hit us up and today we're talking about yoshi's crafted world demo and other games So I have been playing Yoshi's Crafted World demo. Yeah. I'm hoping that that sounds like I put it in in post, but I'm I'm doing it live. I'm going to do it the whole episode. That's great. I'm glad you explained it because I feel like no one would have got it. People would be like, he's saying demo weird. That's okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago on the Switch store, they were like, hey, pre-order the new Yoshi game. And I was like, I haven't played a Yoshi game since Yoshi's story in like 1999. I don't care, Nintendo. Stop (laughs) advertising this to me. And then one day amongst hangover and a desire to not move off the couch, I was like, fine, Nintendo, you win this round. I'm not going to pre-order your game. I'm going to download the demo because it's free. And I'm a man who could buy it if I wanted to, but chose to download a free Decided demo instead. instead to not. So I loaded up the Switch store, yeah. headed to Yoshi's Crafted World, and selected free demo. And then I downloaded it, and look, turns out, it's very fun. Yeah? Really? Yes. It's the type of game cast that you will absolutely adore. It sounds like puzzles and gentleness, which <laughs> I think gentleness is a category I've ranked my games on today. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, so basically, the demo is just one level, which involves Yoshi and a train. Cool. Ooh, danger. Yeah, <laughs> You said that cast like that was going to be something against it for you, like, ooh, trains. Ooh, anything uh. more than two wheels, I can't. Yeah. Don't know how gentle a train is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of scary. Any bicycles, then you're in. Yeah. Basically, it still has a very similar gameplay element to the older Yoshi games that I've played, where you control Yoshi, you can eat stuff, turn it into eggs, and then you oh, throw see. the eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can love also the do... circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can also do like a ground pound. It's all happening. One thing that they've changed, though, is that so it's still like a 
kind of a 2D. It's it's like a 2.5D platformer. Sure. Where it's like you just go left or right, but then there's like parts where like the world turns and you can walk in a few different directions. Ah. Uh, but you can also throw your eggs like into the foreground and the background to oh, hit that's stuff cool. to that's uncover good. secrets. The first time I played through, I was like just like trying to figure out how to actually how play. the game yeah. works, which is important. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, this is fun. It's not super fast, but it's like fast enough that it doesn't feel like slow or like like kind of like walking through water kind of thing. Yeah. I hate when platformers yeah. are too find- slow. Because did you you didn't play Yoshi's Woolly World? Nope. Which was the, I guess the prequel to Yoshi's yeah. Crafted World. <laughs> I did. I played that nearly to completion. Um, and that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not to brag. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that... I didn't famously clock the game, but I got close. <laughs> I got to the final boss, but... The person... That is a terrible place to stop. I, I didn't want to, but the person I was playing at co-op with a friend, and they had had enough. Aww. So I never... Not on not on this boy. Not on this boy at all. I hope you then called the police on your friend. Yeah, that's, that's a horrible... My friend's a coward who will not complete Yoshi's Woolly World. And they were like, thank you so much for calling 9 11 uh, <laughs> Thank you so much for calling 911. <laughs> we are a date and an offence. Please call the police. If Is that's that part what you of the conspiracy? I don't yes. know. It should People be. surely would have made that link and been like, no! Yes, uh, it, is, it is part of the conspiracy. That's good. Um, Maybe the police did it. No, I don't know. I Yeah, I played that, and that really felt like Yoshi's got this weird walk cycle where because he has no proper knees, his feet are like, I don't know, there's sort of like something, and that game really Look, felt Look, you made like, a movement that obviously the listeners won't be able to see. That's why I moved But I would them. like yeah. to point out that it was such an ambiguous movement that we also got nothing from see, it. I, I, I don't know if you noticed, but as I was doing it, I gave up. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm not I'm not conveying it. But yeah, that game felt really gluggy and I'm glad that they fixed it. Well, yeah, this one, is, it's not. A, it's definitely not a fast platform. It's not like Mario Speeds where you hold down B and you're sprinting and you yeah. can barely tell what's going on. But yeah, it wasn't enough where I was like, Ugh, mm. so slow. But yeah, basically this level... You the first time you play through, you just got to get to the end, and like one of the puzzles towards the end of the game is the train's broken, and you need to ride the train. So you got to like oh. find three missing bits. Cool. You find the bits by uh, one of them's hidden in like a thing in the background, so you got to throw an egg at it and knocks it over. Uh, much like how Yoshi's Woolen World, everything's made of wool. Yeah. In Yoshi's Crafted World, it all looks like arts and crafts stuff. I love that. Yes, you do. That's like what my house looks like. <laughs> yeah. Now <laughs> you've got like a little dinosaur well. running around too. Hucking eggs. I like that that's like just like clearly a nice evolution from Yoshi's Woolly World. They're like, we done wool. What else we do? Every other craft. Yeah. <laughs> also, Yoshi, if they ever make him talk, his catchphrase should be suck eggs. <laughs> oh, suck eggs. That's so good. Suck it. <laughs> Did you say that like Mario on birth? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. That's good. Oh, that's yeah, she's like, suck eggs! That's so good. <laughs> that was almost toad. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> That's the no- Yoshi noise from yeah. the games I've played. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only noise I could do is like Peach from, Mar- Super Mar- uh, from Mario Kart 64. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! Mario time. I'm yeah. gonna win. Yeah, oh, uh, yes. I love oh. every time we talk about Mario games because no matter the podcast, it just it's turns hard into to noise. avoid. Oh no! I think everyone, whether you've realized or not, when you've played a Mario game by yourself, it'll be like "Let's a go," and you'll be like "Let's a go." <laughs> You're right, Mario. Let's a go. When I was a kid, I used to do the Super Mario sixty four. I got a star spin just at school. Oh, that's cool. adorable! <laughs> Throwing out the peace sign. 
Hell yeah. Mario rules. For a while, I had an old Nintendo in my room. Mm. and You still do. It just doesn't oh, work. Oh, yeah. I just don't use it anymore. I yeah. don't have a TV. But yeah. <laughs> but in that brief period of time where it was there and I was like, oh, yeah, Nintendo. Every time I placed uh, Mario Kart, because at the start, he's always like, welcome to Mario Kart. And every time he'd say that, I would repeat it. So... You're right. I Nintendo guess, have point. mastered the element of making you whisper to your television. <laughs> and that rules. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to Yoshi's Crafted World demo. Mm. It's the first demo in a very long time that I've 100%ed. Okay. Uh, thumb cramps clocking. Oh, you Famously clocked a demo. Clocked a demo. <laughs> Don't mean to brag. Yeah. Ladies, I am still single. Men, I'm also still single. Look. These hands know what they're doing. They 100% had <laughs> clocked. They 100% had clocked at the same time, a demo. <laughs> I didn't even pay for it. <laughs> He's a bad boy. You heard it here first, ladies and gents. <laughs> He's thorough. He's a yes. thorough bad boy. I really found with Yoshi's Woolly World um, that the egg-throwing mechanic starts off being fun but then really slows down gameplay. Uh, like, I got so sick of being like... like all right, stop. Running through the level. It. Okay, stop. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Popped that. Whatever. Let's uh, keep going. Well, I don't know. I look. It's one level, That's so true. That's fair. maybe, but also maybe not. Yeah, it's hard to tell with a demo. Yeah, even when you famously clocked. Hundred <laughs> percent. Don't forget that. <laughs> Never forget. Uh, so yeah, basically the structure of the demo is, and I think that in the full game this is the same thing. You beat the level. Yeah, and then that's like front, and then you play it in reverse, but there's a different goal. Okay. And then you do that. And then once you do both of those, then this guy just popped up and he was like, hey, five of my cows are lost in the level. The easiest way to get them back is to hit them with an egg. (laughs) And I was like, hell yeah, (laughs) fucking eggs at cows. (gasps) So then there was five cows in the background in the foreground that that I had to find. And I did. And then it was like, thank you for playing this demo. You famously 100% completed (gasps) this. And I was like, sick. But yeah, um, as someone who hadn't played a Yoshi game in nearly 20 years... Wow. Yeah. That didn't feel good to say. <laughs> I saw that happen. Yeah. Oh, the light he- left your eyes. You <laughs> aged 20 like years. Just <laughs> Someone under the table just socked you in the gut when you said that. That was great. Gut punches aside, it was really easy to pick this up and like the controls make a lot of sense. It's super smooth. It's very clearly a Nintendo first first party game. Yeah. Everything was very polished. Yeah, always. It was, like, well-designed. The level was really bright. And even though I've played through the level, like, by the time I found all the cows, it was, like, five or six times. Did you find it a a little bit, not samey, maybe that's not the right word, but, like, I, looking at all the trailers for Yoshi's Crafted World, didn't see anything that was terribly different, aside from, like, you can flip the levels now, but it's kind of like having two levels. Yeah. Like, I (laughs) I didn't see anything that was, like, massively different from Yoshi's Woolly World, like... Maybe because you've gone from, like, what Yoshi's story on the Nintendo 64. But, like, for me, looking at the two games, I was like, it just seems like... The same game? Yeah. Maybe. Again. Yeah, I suppose you don't know. But, like, even, like, I don't know, like, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the new Super Mario Brothers, which we played a bit, you know. I think that this was a lot, like, it feels a lot nicer. It feels like a newer game. Okay. I guess the new Super Mario Brothers Deluxe is not. It's like no, 2012 or something. Yeah. Oh, I have that on the Wii. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. That's it. You've played it on the Wii. It's also on the Switch, uh, which is uh, madness. Okay. Well, yeah. No, okay. That's good. I'm glad. It, I'm glad. Uh, it a little pop. Soundtrack's cool. Uh, it's very, very colorful. The level design's cool. The like sound is good. I just said that. Mm-hmm. It's all great. Uh, <laughs> bit short. Feel like <laughs> for a demo. <laughs> How long did it take you to completely 100% clock famously? 
it, probably like an hour and a half. Okay, that's not too bad but for a demo. I, I that's played. Pretty I good. played it twice. As a child, yes. If you'd got that demo on a demo disc in a in a copy of PlayStation magazine, yep. How and many hours crammed it into my Nintendo sixty four? Yeah. Yep. How, how many hours could you have sunk into it? Oh, I think that's a good mark of a demo. Disc I reckon because- that I would have probably played this as a child. Like even now, I've like considered playing the demo again, but I'm like, no, I'm just going to buy the full game in yeah. like two weeks when it comes out. And people might be emailing and being like, Dusha, why didn't you just wait and review the full game? <laughs> And to which I will say, I might. <laughs> <laughs> to which I'll say, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that you, way you can you, see as well. That'll be a really good way for people to see if they like the demo, how they're going to react to it. Because yeah. you've yeah. given a glowing review of the demo. And what if it, the full oh. game comes out and it... Well, <laughs> yeah. look, I've given a glowing review, but maybe I'm just like, yeah, anyway, two thumbs. You don't know. No? That would be you a never twist. Know. It I would, would be, be like, a twist. What, what lost those three thumbs? Too short. Free. <laughs> <laughs> free didn't make me work for it. <laughs> what, uh, um, what demo disc... This is off topic, but Airblade. I think it's interesting. Yeah, I was, what demo disc did you sink the most time into as a kid? For me, it was Tony Hawk's uh, Pro Skater 2. I had that. I got it in a box of Nutrigrain. Sick. And I just demolished it. It was one of those ones with a timer. Yeah. I think they were the best. Where you're like, here's the full game, but you can only play for like three minutes. Yeah. And you just sunk hours and hours. Because you could just, yeah, it was three minute chunks. Go, uh, back, I played a back. heap of Airblade on PS2, like to the point where. Some of my friends had PS... Because I never had a PlayStation 2. Yeah. But I would go to my friends' houses and they'd be like, let's play Crash Bandicoot Wrath of Cortex. And I was like, no, let's play the Airblade demo. <laughs> you uh, ruled as a kid. Uh, <laughs> Who's this maniac kid doesn't want to play any new games? <laughs> Loves this demo disc, though. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was any other demos. Oh, um, I had a demo for Sierra's... Incredible Machine? Is that what it's oh, called? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on PC. And I went bananas on that. Like, probably upwards of like 30 hours. Man. Because it had like five levels. And one of them had a lot of like explosives and stuff like that. To the point where you could solve the puzzle in a lot of different ways. Oh, and the last great. one was really hard. So because as a child, it took me ages to figure out that last one. Yeah, yeah. Man. I think another one of mine, maybe my second one that I did I, the most, was on a friend's, kind of like you, it was on a friend's Xbox. Yep. And it was a demo for the game Second Sight, which was wild to me as a kid because your, your character was psychic and you could, like, using your mind, lift up objects in the level. Yep. And you could do things where you could, like, get on a crate and lift the crate up and then hover around on the crate. And you had all these different psychic abilities. I sunk hours into that. I, so I think that's, that's why I'm like, that's a good gauge of a yeah. demo disc. Oh, yeah. I would absolutely play this demo again. Yeah. It was fun. It's silly. Like, I had to find cows. And pretty good. the game, like, like they actually offer, like, a hand-wavy explanation of why throwing eggs at a cow works. Oh. Which is funny, because you don't in a video game, you don't need to be like... Yeah, I don't need that explanation. My, yeah. my belief is suspended. <laughs> exactly. But for, it's just, like, it's just, like, very, like, silly. It's fun. It might get samey. But I'm gonna give it four thumbs. Alrighty. What does it what does it lose that one thumb for just being a demo? Just like like that'd be fair. Like you're like, I just don't know what um what's coming next. The level may maybe could have been a bit longer. Okay. But I also don't know where it falls in that. Cause yeah. the four is a weird score. Cause the demo hasn't done anything wrong. It's made me want to buy the game. Which yeah, means yeah. in actually it's a demo that yeah. has made Review me want to buy a full Review price demo, game. The game. Yeah. That's a five thumber. That's, like uh, that's a that's a purchase. It, it did its job perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it was a game I didn't care about, and I've gone from being like, 
Pish posh. Who cares? <laughs> Who is this dinosaur idiot? Shut up. To I'm buying this game probably the day it comes out. I will become a new Yoshi man. You know what? Smash buying it the day. Yeah, may- maybe. Do a lot of pre-order. You know, yeah. yeah. Have it downloaded when you wake up. Look, I'm oh, not going to pre-order it. I'm not a madman, so uh, five thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, You've made me want to buy that. Yeah. Good. We'll, we'll get it for the house. Everyone, everyone buy a copy. We'll Listeners also buy a, a copy. Player. We'll have a, d- oh. a delightful time. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. What's the date it comes out? Comes out on the 29th of March, which is really, 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 really soon. So maybe just throw it in your calendar. Yeah, yeah that is um that is the day before the big deal lecture. Which starts. is <laughs> a great transition for us to hear a word from our sponsors. And also, for me to remind everybody that this Melbourne International Comedy Festival, I'm going to be hosting a gross game show called Big Deal. And if you don't come, that's rude as hell. Tickets are available from our website, sanspantsradio.com forward slash live. Well, Cass, it sounds sort of like you've got quite a hefty review, so maybe I'll snip, slip in quickly because I don't think mine will be terribly long. So what I've been playing is a, I guess, survival horror more like a spooky walk em up. You know what a, <laughs> a walk em up is? It's where you just walk around and nothing happens. It was the, the reason I got this is I saw a trailer no, for Okay, it. quickly. I'm going to help you out a bit here. So there's a type of game called Walk em Up, which is usually either very, 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 very. I tend to really love Walk em Ups. Atmospheric. Dear Esther, or... incredible. It's Dear Esther. Whatever. It, you clearly didn't love it that much. They say the name. In fact, every. <laughs> it's a. Le- the character's reading a letter that starts with Dear Esther. Maybe it starts with Dear Esther at the beginning. Anyway, it's usually a really atmospheric game or very, very heavy on storytelling. Two things that Jackson does not give a shoe sh- about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love Dear Esther because I think I like a walk em up sometimes because a walk em up is like, this is what I am. Right, you're getting into it for maybe like half an hour of a decent story and some pretty stuff to look at. That's why I like Dear Esther. I'm like, this is a really atmospheric area. Doesn't take that long to complete, and then it's done. Yep. But would you like walk up better if there was a run button? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a run em up where I can run through, and all of the dialogue I get from people that's meant to be real important is just like, uh, wait, fella. <laughs> but I'm just going at the end, and I'm like, what was that about? And then I turn it off. What a nice graphic. <laughs> so this game is called Perception, um, the one that I'm playing. And it, it, it the reason I, I saw a trailer for this about two years ago or something, and it had, yeah. it just looked super interesting. So the way the trailer presented it was that it was this kind of survival horror game, but you as the protagonist were blind. And you could only see things where there was noise as a kind ah. of like echolocation thing. So in the trailer, she walks into this mansion, you see like a dripping tap. And when the tap is dripping, it's all kind of visible and in this kind of grayscale, but everywhere else is dark. And you have a cane that you can tap that kind of reveals the area around you. And I was like, that's so cool. That's such a unique idea. Yeah. What a fun way to put like being blind in a game. That's representation. That's cool. But what a fun concept like a wild concept for a game interesting and very easy to poorly execute and hey guess what it was also made by um quite a few of the people that made bioshock and bioshock infinite so i was like one game you like one game you hate but i'm like look both those games are critically acclaimed how bad can it be the problem with this game is that it doesn't know what it what it wants to be so you're you're Uh. you're like great mechanic but actually most of the time you, you can hold R2 and that'll highlight the next thing you need to go to. All you do Batman. is click on the thing. Not even like that, because it's all pitch black. So you're just like, 
R2 and then like a cup will light up and then you just beeline for the cup and you touch the cup and you get a very boring story where it's like some people moved into this mansion and a lady had a baby and was sad about it and it's just not very interesting and yep. then you, you get that memory from the cup and then you hold R2 and it's like this door and you go to the door and you can't get in and then you hold R2 and it's like this box and you open the box and you get a key. The, the the blindness yeah. mechanic, which I thought would be really fun, is really frustrating. Yeah. Uh, and not in like a way where it's like, cause I know there have been games that have come out that are like, hey, here's what it's it's like to be blind. Or here's what it's like to be deaf or whatever. This one is like, I, it's just, you just keep tapping the cane, which kind of ruins any of the spookiness because you're just wandering around a mansion like, bah, 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 bah. Well, that's good because it'd be like just that it's constantly it's this cool. is good right listeners yeah this is fun right just pressing R- imagine like a very boring walk em up but the whole time you have to keep tapping R2 um, the environment's not very like exciting to look at either it's just a sort of spooky mansion nothing scary ha- I think the game is maybe three or four hours long I played for about two and a half <laughs> so I got a decent chunk yeah. into it I gave it a chance yeah and when the spooky thing finally appeared about like an hour and a half into the game I was like alright maybe this will be scary the game gig gave me this little warning that's like don't tap your cane too much or the stranger or whatever it was called will find you and this i imagine was your response yeah whatever yeah and guess who never found me the stranger or whoever whatever the monster was i would just see it and i would be like oh yeah and then i'd keep walking tapping my cane away and it would never get me and there were like places all around the mansion that it's like click here to hide but i just never needed to so yeah i i think look great idea just sort of poor execution. I think if the game had been like an hour long, if it had been really clever with the way it used sound and and image, if it had been this kind of like... Because like the idea of all of a sudden being blind when there's a monster in the house, scary. Like I think in the trailer, the main character, she walks into a bathroom to investigate a dripping tap. When she's in the bathroom, you turn off the tap so it goes pitch black, and then the door slams behind you, which illuminates the room, which is real spooky. Yeah. But that kind of stuff just doesn't happen in the game. Um, um, how yeah. recently was this made? Pretty recently. I think within the with this year, I'm fairly sure. Did they do anything with vibration? No, no nothing. Oh, I know. There's like, I remember being blown away when the Switch games first came out, and you could do that game where you could feel how many balls were inside mm. of it. Yes. There's so much you can do with vibration now, and like feel is such a like if you're taking away one sense, you should be building them back up with other things. It's not that it's a novelty as such, but there should be something that makes it unique. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's such a, a unique idea for a game. If it was the kind of thing where it's like you have your cane and you can tap it occasionally, and that gives you an idea of the room, yeah, maybe in a, a different way visually to the way it does. But oh no, halfway through the game, you lose your cane, and now you have to just rely on vibration or, mm. or just like small like. Oh, Scream. You can only scream. Yeah. What if instead of having a cane, yeah. your character screams? That would be incredible. <laughs> then what a great game. But alas, you just tap your cane and have boring conversations with the people around Hell you. Hell yeah. So unfortunately, I'm going to give this uh, probably two and a half thumbs out of two five. Two thumbs and a knock. Uh, yeah, two thumbs and a knock. I, I just... When will you review a game you like? I, I like <laughs> Titanfall 2. Oh, that's true. You have that got five, five thumbs. thumbs. Ah. Yeah. Big I just... score. Yeah, beefy. I just don't review games in the middle. I either hate them or love them. <laughs> What's no... the point in doing something half <laughs> Exactly. Nobody wants to learn if I just didn't mind a game. Yeah. You're here to learn if I hated it or if I loved These it. These are brave words from a man who just gave a game at <laughs> yeah, two, two thumbs. And a and a <laughs> I probably might knock that down to one and a half, actually. So one thumb and a knock for perception. Cass? Okay. Well, this week I am reviewing 
a selection of Sudoku games for the phone. Yes. I'm so excited. Finally, the learning men's games. <laughs> well, so going- Video games for the masses, the educated masses. Mm. Exactly. Those whom love numbers. Or whom lovers numb them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whomst these numbers. Whomst these lumbers the- nub them. <laughs> it's important what we're doing. The work we're doing is important. I love Sudoku. Yes. And I, I will say all, all first, like, you know, platform-wise, I have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, iOS. Oh, yes, iOS. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have said that if you didn't prompt me. No, that's um, cool. I, little I, big OS. Yeah. iOS. <laughs> I'll also say that I am extremely biased because my favorite ever Sudoku game was the one found in the brain training game for the Nintendo DS Lite. Yes. Okay. I think that was the best one because you got to use the pen as a pencil, write everything in, and do it as you would on a paper. I do play Sudoku on paper. That's what I do on planes. I buy a little Sudoku book at the airport and get on the plane, do Sudoku. I play my Nintendo Switch on a plane, even when the hostess is like, please turn off electrical devices. I'm like, yes. I say, are we up in the air yet? Are we up in the air yet? And when they're like, yes, I'm like, ah! (laughs) Let me down! (laughs) I can't tell! (laughs) (laughs) So, with, with that being said, that is, for me, the ultimate... Sudoku experience. So that is that's that like is, your baseline for perfection. That, that's my baseline. Now you need to decide when you're playing Sudoku what you're playing for. Okay. Because you yes. play Sudoku for different Love reasons. Love or honor. <laughs> Love or honor, but for I think you need to work out whether you want to do it to feel clever, like have the sense of achievement, whether you want to do it to relax and just sort of put the numbers in, or whether you're doing it so that you get better at it and you're learning, you're doing the brain training aspect because that will affect what Sudoku game and platform you oh, prefer. Okay. So at the moment, I've got, uh, uh, well, today I'm reviewing only four different apps. <laughs> um, it's very confusing because three of them are just called Sudoku. One of them is called Pure Sudoku. Oh. And I've written some notes around them. I've made notes about the design, the graphics, the sounds, the progressive achievement, which could oh, okay. be important to you or could be annoying. Um, when you do Sudoku in it as well, uh, if you're doing a more challenging puzzle and you're not sure what the number will be, you usually have an option to put a note in where it's not the actual number itself, but you put like a a mini version of the number in the box so that you can come back to it later once you've decided. Um, how easy that is, is also a big factor in what the best (laughs) game is, in my opinion. Um, The kind of levels they offer, some of the games are just progressive, like you start it easy and you get harder. And then uh, what my verdict is generally. So I'll start off with a game that I've had, I had a while ago. Mm -hmm. I think I played quite a lot of, but it's not my favorite game. It is called Sudoku. (laughs) 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 The, um, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, brown logo. It's got an S and then a little two in the corner, and it is made by a company called Best Games, comma Classic Games. Smile emoji. Hell <laughs> yes! It sounds like a company I can trust. Yeah, it's. I love. I love the Sudoku community because often it's quite gentle. Yeah, and it's very nice. So I'll start off by saying when I first started playing Sudoku, I did it for brain training to get smarter at it. Just to get better at it. I now play Sudoku as just a fun way to relax. Sure. So unless I'm settling in for, hey, I want to challenge myself, I usually will just prefer like doing an easy level. It's just a good way to like make your brain switch off for a bit. Yeah, just, like, for sure. Have a calm one. So Sudoku Brown Tile S2 uh, Best Game Classic Game <laughs> yes. is a very overtly calming and kind game in that everything that it's doing it seems to be doing so that you have a nice experience which polite a polite video yeah soft wholesome 
So it has a number of different background options depending on what you want. Um, the main one is a brown one. I personally don't like all the, you know, the colors and the, okay. the hoo-ha. You're just looking yeah. for a it. nice basic. I just I just like basic. My, my favorite one is in here. It is just black and white. The, the lines are quite thin, so they're not too bold. They're ah, not too very nice. uh, aggressive. Yeah. Um, the numbers you put in are in a blue that's similar to the black, and then you've got, like, blues and greys. So it's ah. all very muted, all yeah, very soft. Good. This one uses browns. You can change it to, like, it look looking like a chalkboard. You can make it look like it's glass. and um, Sudoku on glass. Yeah. There's, that's that's my, a bit sensual. <laughs> yeah. It would make a nice clicky-clacky noise if you had, like, the tiles, which you can get, like, physically. But, yeah. You know, that's not, that's not a video for. game. Exactly. It has it has graphics to it, which all, all the other ones I sort of have a looked at don't yeah. really so you put a number up there it zooms in if you get a number wrong the number bounces back oh off. that's cool yeah and then um when you finish a line or a box all the numbers jump up and rotate in a circle <laughs> so this one has amazing progressive achievement yes it's also got um down the bottom this is a very common layout for sudoku games or it'll have the numbers one to nine yep. okay. um you can click a button above that to change between if you're just making notes or if you're actually putting them in and then once you've run out, once you've put all the numbers in, it'll get rid of that like permanently. So this one has mm. the best progressive achievement. If you mm. want to be playing a harder game and just see you going, and you're going to be dedicating like quite a few minutes to it, it's a bit mentally challenging. Yeah. This one's great for that. It's- it'll keep you going as you do. Yeah. It does sort of like handhold you a bit, ah. um, which and if that's what oh. you want, if you're if you're that's the thing, if you're learning to do Sudoku, I so good. recommend it's ideal. this one. This sounds like it's great for beginners. Yes, if you're a beginner, do this one. It's wonderful. You can choose, and that was Sudoku this Brown is, Square. Uh, this is Sudoku Brown Square with S two in the logo by Best Games Classic Games. Yes, okay. it's got a little triangle play symbol next to it in the store. I don't know why it's not actually on the app when you play it. Um, and <laughs> I would yeah, I describe it as gentle. You can eat, there's even a flash option on there. So instead of easy, medium, rude. hard, expert, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, very rude. There's a flash one. So if you just want to do That's like practice, easy game, whatever, just go into flash mode. It's very simple. So that one good. As I said, oh yes. Oh no, nothing. I was just. Lent forward. (laughs) So that was great. If you're wanting to get into Sudoku, wanting to learn and have that progressive achievements as you go. Um, Another one I reviewed is uh, also called Sudoku. Ah, yes. That's good. It's also got a brown square, but it has a paintbrush leaning across it. It's by a company called Board. (laughs) Board, B-O-A-R-D. Yeah, Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Now, this, the other Sudoku has five stars on iTunes. This one has four and a half, Ooh. which, you know, we know a rough thumb. That's a bit of a that. critical yeah. drubbing. It, it, it is a drop. This one has my absolute favorite layout between note-taking and permanent. Yeah. They have two small number pads of nine numbers. One is one to nine in big numbers. One is one to nine in smaller numbers. So you never have to switch between modes, yep. which as someone who's played Sudoku a lot, if you have to switch between modes, sometimes you just... It just gets frustrating. You just forget and then you end up putting in the wrong number. Uh, and a lot of the games will either... And it depends what you're playing Sudoku for again. Yep. But if you're looking for scores or times, sometimes they'll, if you make a mistake, they add 30 seconds to your score. Oh, that's no good. That's not how time works. It's, it should not be a time penalty. Yeah. yeah so Making and, a mistake is a time penalty in itself because you have <laughs> to undo that mistake <laughs> exactly so and that's another thing to note as well so with this one if you um i think if you make a mistake it'll pop them pop them out and let you know that you made a mistake okay this one is quite different to the other one where the other one if you make a mistake the tile bounces back out you can't play it okay if you make a mistake on this one it'll only show you 
if you would be able to see the mistake on the board. So if you're putting a four in, there's a four in that square or there's a four in that line, it'll have the four in red, both of them, mm. and you have to pick which one to take out. So uh, okay. you only know your mistakes as they become apparent to you, but it highlights them. That's good. That's good. So that's a good one as well. If you're looking to sort of train your brain and wanting to get better at it, I would also recommend paintbrush board Sudoku. Yeah. Um. There's no progressive achievements in this one. Mm. So it depends, again, what you're after. Yeah. But as you're building it up, it's a more subtle one. So it, de- it depends how you learn best. I think I know personally so far I would enjoy the one that did little actions every time I made a decision. The the first one where the things will rotate. Things, the that would just please my ape brain, you yeah. know? And especially if you're um, doing one that's quite challenging for you, it really breaks it up in terms of, oh, okay, I'm actually getting somewhere. Because, yeah. you know, it's a whole yeah. board of numbers. It is dull to look at. I'm not going to lie. I see why people are decorating it. Speaking of this, this decoration is very sort of Japanese style. Oh, okay. The, it's all brown tones. It's got the little screens as you come in. It's yep. written in that, like, everything looks like a tooth. I know that's not the style. I know what it, you mean. Yeah, it's yeah. It's done to look like it's done in Japanese paint strokes. And then it also has background music, which oh. is... Like that Japanese, like with the um, with the stringed instrument as mm-hmm. well, which not everyone's cup of relaxing. <laughs> so of course I don't play them with sound anyway. But sometimes hearing the little clicks and taps are nice. But that is um, something I didn't quite I feel love like that about would give it. me grief. Yeah, but by far that one has hands down the best way of swapping between yeah um, okay real and notes. Another one I reviewed was called Pure Sudoku, so that's a this different is, this one. This is the one I'm excited to hear about. Because, like, forget all of your fancy biz, forget the play symbol, yeah. forget whatever. This is just pure, pure Sudoku. Sudoku. Yep. This one has... Uh, just quickly, going forward, and just in regards to the last game you mentioned, yep. are you much of a note-taker in Sudoku? If I'm doing a harder level one, yes. If I'm doing an easy one, I'll do my best not to take notes because I just want to get through it quite quickly. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, but yeah, if I'm, try- I'm trying to challenge myself and do a big one, I put notes everywhere. <laughs> so note-taking is quite an important yep. feature to me because I do like to switch between the two. Fair. That's fair. Pure Sudoku has, as I mentioned before, um, sort of a black, white, grey scale, mm-hmm. which is quite nice. It's simple. Yeah. I see what they're doing with the pure Sudoku vibe. It's just pure Sudoku. It's just yeah. nothing fancy. Nothing, nothing too fancy. Yeah. Every number you put in is in a navy blue. Yeah. Um, when it highlights, pure. Yeah. yeah. If you Sudoku. click on a number, it'll highlight all of them just in a lighter grey. So it's yep. obvious. But a lot of the other games, especially with the brown backgrounds, they put in bright green and bright red, which don't match aggressive it's, colours. It's so aggressive it's really flashy not 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 a massive fan and i think that's also why i'm not a fan of the the brown backgrounds i know they're going for a natural trying to be calming but then you bring in the colors and it just it's It's too much yep pure sudoku has nice little taps it also has a a mechanic for note taking to real which i like it just has a nine number keypad in you tap it once it has a little click hang on i'll play it for you okay perfect i'm excited special sound effects all right three two one. Oh. And then if you want to change it from a note to a real number, click it again. Ooh. So you have to double click it and then it'll draw it in Give like a, a pencil. <laughs> yeah, that's good. A sound I love. And yeah. it's it's a dull tone. It's not scratchy at all. It's that's calming. That's almost ASMR. Yeah. It really is. So I really do like this So play one. this one with headphones? Play this one with headphones. Um, see if you can... Uh, you know, it's very clear they use one of those 3D ears to record. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, 
this one, you are able to choose your levels as well. Yeah. Some of them that, oh, like that, uh, the Sudoku paintbrush Sudoku by board. Yep. You start off at a lower level and you have to progress through. So if you Uh, get to a stage where you want to play an easier one, you have to play one you've already played. Uh, okay. So yeah, but this one, you choose everything. It's got the double tap option, really nice color scheme. Very big fan of pure Sudoku. Good sounds if you're into sounds. Yes. The last one I will uh, review is also just called Sudoku. Okay. But it's by Sudoku.com. Oh, it sounds official. It does sound very official. It's just got mostly, and I will say most of these have ads. Like if you if you like them, just pay to get the ads off. Yeah, that's fair. But it depends how how much you can cop ads. Yeah. You, That's life. You're getting a free service. This one, you can undo arrays, turns notes on and off, and then you can get hints. With some of them, you can get hints. This one, you have to watch an ad to get a hint. Mm, which, rough. yeah, again, you just you just got to pay for the media you yeah. consume if you don't want ads. And with this one, it does have that color scheme as well: black, white, gray, dark blue. This one, though, the set out is a lot calmer. Yes. I feel like the lines are less bold. All the numbers are. Uh, still, like, I think there must be an aerial or something, but they're all very well-shaped, calming numbers, and, but it does have that notes on-off feature, which can slip you up sometimes. Okay. So I think my personal favourite for what I play it for... Yes. I am currently using Sudoku.coms, mm-hmm. but I am a big fan of pure Sudoku. It and sounds I am coming around, and especially as someone who doesn't play with sound, I can definitely see myself just using the little double tap with the sound... And the sound is really winning me over on yeah. that. Yeah, oh, it's great. That was a good sound. I, I've <sighs> never played a game of Sudoku in my life, or not to completion, because I'm not very clever. <laughs> but that sound made me want to get in there just for the, the little scratch of the pencil. Oh, forget about Sadly, it. Sadly, Jackson has clocked a lot of things, but one of the things he has famously never clocked is a Sudoku. Yeah, or a maze. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you what would you give a thumb score for each? If you had to go through them and give yeah, them a Yeah, okay, all four score. of them. Okay, okay, thumb score for each, and I will I will preface this by saying I am so biased. Yeah, so for sure. Sudoku number one, even though I would recommend it so hard if you're wanting to learn how to do proper Sudoku, yeah. I'd go two thumbs. All right, fair. Maybe Four. one one thumb. One. I'm not All a fan. Right. The next Sudoku with the paintbrush, paintbrush yep. Sudoku, I would go two thumbs, and it only got that second thumb because of the ingenious way of handling the notes and non-notes yes, numbers. Sure, sure. An innovation. Innovation. Yeah, it's a thumb for innovation. You don't have to switch modes. Switching modes, not not a no great thanks. time, especially when you're just trying to relax or do something quickly. Sudoku.com, Sudoku. Mm-hmm. I'll give, I'll give, uh, I think I'll give three thumbs and a knock. Oh, all right. That's one you're using currently. It's yeah? Su- yeah, that's the one I'm using currently. It's super good, super calm. And for, for pure Sudoku, despite having slightly more bold lines than Sudoku.com and therefore coming from Sudoku.com mm-hmm. seeming more harsh. Yeah. I think it's superior and I'm going to go four thumbs. And it, it does lose thumbs, of course, because it's not the brain training Sudoku, which I know and love, in which... Which is the five thumber. Five thumber. You get to draw in the numbers and you get that, that pencil scratch so sound because you do it. Yeah, incredible. Ooh, oh, Jodis, you're doing some important math right he now. He is. Yeah, it's Jodis very, 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 very important. The thumb total of today's episode. A powerful one, considering we reviewed so many games. Yes. Uh, Can I chuck in my Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite? Yeah, yeah, th- throw them in. Uh, I'm going to go... Bioshock? Bioshock, I'm going to give that four thumbs. Yep. And Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite, Infinite, I'm going to give that maybe two thumbs. And Whoa, do you want to give me a review really of Bioshock? Like I really didn't like Bioshock <gasps> Wanna? Can you just give me a review of Bioshock 2 as well? Please? Oh, Bioshock 2 is a five-thumber. I love that okay, game. Okay, cool. That game's so incredible. That brings today's score to... 
Yeah, that's, that's a lot of thumbs. So many thumbs. More thumbs than there are people, I think. Um, In the world. Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's exactly what I meant. What is it for, it's, man? As I, soon as this podcast ends, mm. the amount of thumbs that have been given collectively is the only amount of people who can live, so everyone <laughs> needs to keep listening. <laughs> At the end of every Thumb Cramps episode, we take all the thumbs we've given and ship them to the president. <laughs> I like, oh man, there is a lot of math happening on that page. More than I expected. It's because I could have pulled out a calculator and opted not to. Oh, yeah, you're doing it by hand, you maniac. Yeah, it's, you- it's, it's a flex. Yeah, I he's, mean- he's showing us up. Hello, everyone. I'm back. Yeah, yes. I've just popped into the math lab and I'm back. Mm-hmm. I can confirm that today's episode is a 34 thumber. Wow. Whoa! Which be- I think is the highest thumb score we've ever done. 34 out of 15. My goodness gracious, man. It's a lot of thumbs. That's too wow. many thumbs. I might deduct and like look. I'm going to give this episode negative one thumb. That's fair because <laughs> thirty four thumbs is too many thumbs. Yeah, bring today's total to thirty three. Thirty three thumbs. Thirty three out of fifteen. That's good. Beautiful. That's eleven thumbs each for us. That's yeah, eleven nice. thumbs each. It's the age that Christ was when he was crucified, <laughs> and I feel like that that is very very important for today's episode. Yeah, oh, you meant eleven. Yeah, me too. I was like, all oh, right. He was thirty three. Do you show yeah. a different Bible? Yeah, <laughs> had a Bible. It was called Kid Christ, Jesus Christ Junior. <laughs> His uncle was Jesus Christ. That's a James Bond Jr. reference for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Jackson. I've been Cass. Thank you so much for coming, Cass. And remember to everyone, thumbs... Keep your thumbs close, but your thumb and knees closer. You said that last time. I'm saying it again. Thumbs thumbs up if you're having a good time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch just how competent or incompetent we are at video games, head on over to twitch.tv slash sanspantsradio where you'll see us and other members of the Sanspants Network live stream some of our favourite video games.